Laudato Jesus Christus, praise be Jesus Christ. I want to give a reflection on the interior life, and I'm going to base this off of a book called The Soul of the Apostolate. If you have not read that, it's one of the best books you can read for anybody who is struggling to maintain a spiritual life in the midst of all the demands that they have around them. And this author, Father Jean Baptiste, uh, he really calls out, especially the West with what's called the heresy of activism, the heresy that puts on our own will and our own efforts, the spreading of the kingdom of the Lord. And it, it's something that is so intuitive to an American because we naturally have this sense of if you're going to get something done, you got to do it yourself and you just got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and get it done. But that doesn't apply to the kingdom of Christ. Kingdom where Christ says, without me, you can do nothing. And the last thing he told his apostles before going to his own death was remain in me, abide in me. Right? And none of the apostles could understand the mystery of the cross, that Christ was actually going to do far more good by going to his death, the silence of the tomb, and by going and preaching in all places. So often, the will of Christ's Father was different than the will of the apostles, what they thought he should be doing as the Savior. The same thing is going to happen in our life as followers of Christ. The will of those around us will be much more active and immediate than the will of our Heavenly Father over us. And the point that he makes is that if we're not remaining in prayer first, we will little by little give ourselves over to all the demands around us. And I've been traveling a lot more lately for vocation work, and I just noticed that I've been moving very fast, and students have called me out on this at the center, and it looks like I'm going from one you know, last rites call to another just because I'm trying to juggle so many things. And this morning I was supposed to do a radio interview. I felt kind of bad about this, but I, I, I canceled it like 20 minutes before the interview this morning. And I canceled it because the last couple of nights I've been out so late uh, with just pastoral needs came up with certain individuals who are going through a crisis. I had to attend to that at that point. But I woke up in the morning and I was going to go straight from waking up, getting ready to going on the radio. It's like, what am I going to give? If I haven't even taken time to be with Christ first, what could I possibly give? And it was really hard to make that decision to cancel that radio interview just because of everything that had been prepared for it. But it's like, I thought about St. John Paul II. He, when he would go to a new place, there'd be thousands of people standing outside where he was staying, waiting for him to talk. One time he came out and he said, I cannot speak to you right now because I have not gone to our Lord. And if I haven't gone to our Lord, I have nothing to give you. And like that, that really encapsulates the soul of the apostolate that we should all strive for. That if I'm not rooted in our Lord first, then I really do not have anything to give. And what I'll end up giving is of my own flesh which might seem like it's doing something in the moment, but it's not going to bear true fruit. So I thought I would just 
uh, read a couple quotes from this book and invite us all to think about, is my life being sustained by my prayer or is how I'm acting and reacting more a response to what I'm seeing on the news, to the needs that are around me at my work or in my family? How much am I just responding to the world around me, reacting, I should say, to the world around me? And how much of my action and thought is dictated by my response in my interior life with our Lord, where God himself is speaking to my heart and filtering my vision of the world? This is one quote I thought I thought like from the book. A jeweler will prefer the smallest fragment of diamond to several sapphires. And so in the order established by God, our intimacy with him gives him more glory than all possible good procured by us for a great number of souls, but to the detriment of our own progress. Our Heavenly Father, who devotes himself more to the direction of a soul in which he reigns than to the natural government of the whole universe and to the civil government of all the empires, looks for this harmony in our zeal. End quote. So the harmony in our zeal is that First is the kingdom of God. First is my prayer life. Nothing is more important than remaining united to the vine of Christ. And that's why St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, with all the works that they do to serve, they begin every day, 6 a.m. is Mass, followed by a holy hour. They go out and they serve the poor. They come back for another holy hour in the evening time before they they tend to other duties again. So if that's two hour two holy hours a day, just let us ask ourselves like what am I doing to truly feed my soul every single day? And am I spending more time on the news, on social media, on YouTube, with music going into my ears, than I am with the Lord's voice in silence and prayer. So whether it be just driving our cars without music on more often from one place to another, using that as time of dialogue, waking up earlier so that I can have that morning time of prayer or turning off the phone an hour before I go to sleep. So I have that silent time. We need to to turn back to the Lord every single day. And the last thing I'll end with is he talks about in this book, The Soul of the Apostolate, the two extremes that will come. If we're not united in our Lord, what will happen to us is we'll become little by little more careless and fall into an excessive familiarity with others. So we'll lose the fire of the gospel because we'll naturally want to please those that we're around. And so if I'm not following the voice and the will of my Heavenly Father, I will little by little listen to the voice more and more of those around me who have their own goals own objectives, and I'll be a little more careless because I'm not going to have the passion of his voice inspiring me to say his will, to do his will. That's one extreme. The other one, depending on our temperament, will be that I become domineering over others. So if I'm really not rooted in Christ, I'll fall to an excessive zeal and an impatience Because what happens when I'm rooted in my prayer, I'm more patient 
with the Lord, with others, because I experienced God's gentleness and patience in my own life, that soft, still voice. But without experiencing that voice, I go out into the world looking for the kingdom of heaven to happen right now. And seeing all the brokenness around me will cause me to, in my actions, in my words, to cry out almost in a seemingly despair, like wake up and get your life together. And that's when I, I can little by little become much more passionate in a way that destroys other people's um, fire, if you will, rather than enkindling it. So those are the two extremes that we can be watchful of. If I'm not rooted in my prayer life, I'm going to be more passive and silent about things I should speak up on because I don't want to cause waves because I'm more ple- I'm more concerned about pleasing people. Or if I'm more extroverted and more zealous by nature, I'll become impatient and angry um, and more dejected by the, the sins and the chaos I see around me. So if you have any of those things, I was lasting the, the reason I had to cancel that interview today was because I wasn't protecting my own boundaries. And my boundaries are, I cannot give what I do not receive. And if I'm not receiving from Jesus Christ first, I cannot get out there to try to give something because or else I'm just going to give of my own self. And that's not going to give life to anybody. And so just ask yourself, are, are you taking the necessary time to fill yourself with our Lord. And what does that look like? How do you know the fruits? How do you know the days when you are acting out of your interior life with Christ? And what are the days, what do they look like when you're acting out of your own flesh? When you're not going from a communion with him, the more we can recognize the signs of that, then we'll be much more clear that the Lord is asking me to step back to refocus on him, and then I can truly go out as an apostle to spread his word.